we're back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Services. It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. How I wake my patients up. Isn't that annoying? Really? Oh gosh. No wonder they were like, get out of my room. This is what it sounds like. Are you ready? Hello. Hi. Stormy <laughs> baby. I can't. You look just like mommy. I cannot with you. Rise and shine. Man, we're starting a podcast. <laughs> I would hate to be woken up like No, that. that's the worst way to be woken uh, up. I come in, I don't even knock. Good morning. It's Monica from Physical Therapy. Let's on. Get your ass up. Let's go. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Welcome back to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. My name's Alyssa Fowler. I'm Monica Fleming, y'all. Welcome back. You did it. You downloaded you plus plus play. Plus play? Your words you know, have been all over the place lately. It's hard with a tongue like this. Pause. Uh, Pause. Anyway. I haven't like I feel like my tongue is like tongue tied lately. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus, sorry. I don't know. I think I'm just tired and lazy. You know, you're, you're drunk and slurring. Yeah. That's like my baseline now. I was going to say, I'm not often like that, but it's okay. But you know what I mean? How is it going? How was your week? What's the haps? Uh, My week was hell. I'd rather you go first because I've had a hell of a week. How was yours? Uh, You'll go first. Smooth. Smooth really? sailing. It was like the most. This week at work, I was very much sitting there and I was like, I feel like I should be more tired than I am. And I'm not, which was nice. Oh, well, praise no the Lord. patience really pissed me off. Did you get proposed to this week? I didn't get proposed to this no. week, but there's always next week. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was pretty smooth sailing. People left me alone. I did my job. That's all you should. Did you play the lottery? No, I should though. Yeah, definitely. Um, I melted in the heat this weekend. That was super fun. Have I got a story for you? Do you have so my friend? Shout out to Sophia. Hey, yeah. Sophia. She's the only one who listens to this. Uh, <laughs> she is the friend who like she like gets a rash if she sits down. Oh yeah. She like is like always going, is always moving. Yeah. Overextends herself. That's why people are always like, "You go out so much." No, I don't. I have a friend who pulls me out so much. <laughs> so she's Sophia's always fault. doing shit, and she's like, "You have to come." And I'm like, "Oh well, I have to come." So she, her neighborhood is super cool. It's this older part of san antonio and they yeah. have something called porch fest and they set up these basically different bands go and you lend your porch for this band to perform and different really? people from the neighborhood come and sit around wow yeah and it's really cool and i was like oh yeah i can come it was 100 degrees outside uh yeah so she like, lent her porch to these people to these people wow did they try to come inside and use the bathroom D uh, here's the thing about that i know you don't think i am but i'm black 
Yeah, I and know. I have my wits about me in weird situations. Yeah, especially bathrooms. So there's all these. It's just like people from the community, people who this band have invited to mm-hmm. come out, people who just read. I don't know where you get this information. The news, the newspaper, possibly social media. Who fucking knows? So there's all these random people, and Sophia's the literally one of the sweetest people. Yeah. So random people would say like, "Oh, do you have a bathroom I can use?" And she'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's right through here." And I was just staring at her because I was like, "You better fucking go inside with them." Seriously, they're so she would go inside. What the hell? She would go inside. So she went inside with one of these ladies. Well, the lady came out, and I didn't fucking see where Sophia went mm-hmm. and so this lady comes out she starts looking at the table of snacks that were not for the general public they were for special VIP members yeah she takes a bag of chips and leaves and I'm just staring at her like I know you didn't just take a bag of chips you those are your chips there. I know <laughs> shameful I talked to Sophia later I was like I don't know who that was but she stole some of our snacks and she yeah. goes oh no I kind of told her like if you want a snack or something you can take it and I was like Sophia, you are t- white safety. It's Sophia. Sophia's white. Yes. No, she's Hispanic. Oh, you're, but she grew up. That's even worse. She's like, been a, a, Hispanic a safety, good amount Sophia. of her childhood in Plano, Texas, which I consider people their white. So. Oh, okay. That's why I was going to say, because Hispanics know better. Come on, Sophia. No, she's Stranger not. Stranger danger, girl. No. Sophia can hold her own. I'm quite sure. She can. But if she's she, just if she's nice your friend, and she can kind. Hold yeah, so that was fun. Oh, that's cool. But um, just busy. She keeps us busy. Well, that's a good friend to have because at least you are never having a dull moment when she's around. Very true. Yeah. Very true. How was your weekend? My, first of all, my week was really crazy. Remember I asked y'all to pray for me? I don't know that y'all were praying hard enough because Where I didn't are feel prayer anything. warriors at? I don't think we have any that listen to the podcast because <laughs> they, your be prayers one. fell on deaf ears because this week has, y'all, when I tell you wicked places, I mean, we could people in high places. Wicked anyway, places. it's just been at work. I have had to get multiple people together and I'm just like, Lord, I don't know what's going on, but I just need you to calm it down because it's too hot for all of this foolishness and I got a mortgage to pay. So I don't have time to cuss people out over Microsoft teams. Mm. And number two, um, I just want to say a special thank you to every field worker Every person who works in construction, anybody who works in the oil fields, anybody who works outside in the heat. The sun kicked my ass yesterday. Yo, talk about a heat index. Yo, okay, so here's the thing. I'm trying in a in a quest to uh, get back into the mode of like doing things myself and not paying for people, right? So like Honestly um, and props to you. I couldn't do it, but I'm so well, glad that's your journey. I did it for the first three. When I first bought my house, I I uh cut my own grass for the first what like two the first three years right oh my god and so yeah so every other weekend i was outside cutting my grass and doing all that stuff it was a really good workout way for me to stay in shape all that kind of stuff once the pandemic happened i was just like okay i cannot work 12 hour shifts and still lifting these people on ventilators and ECMO and doing all this other kind of stuff so i hired someone who's my actually my next door neighbor and he's been cutting my grass for the past like two years right so yesterday I decide, okay, I'm going to get up and cut my grass. My grass looks a mess. Cause remember my neighbor who cut it, he was like, Oh wow, your grass never looks like this. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, I was like, I can kill two birds with one stone. I don't have to go to the gym. Cause I go to the gym pretty much, you know, uh, on the weekends as well. And I was like, let me just go out here. I'll get up early mo- in the morning. Y'all know me. I'm not going to get up anyway. So I set my alarm for eight o'clock, slept through that, uh, set it again for 10 30, slept through that long story short. I go outside at noon. Stupid idea. I know that's not the point. That's what we call heat of the day. Listen, sun is right up top. Not only that, there was a heat advisory that I did not know about here in San Antonio where the high was 102. 
Okay. Yo, it was it was blistering. Hot. I probably almost died yesterday. Like I went out, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna cut the grass real quick. Cut the grass. I was huffing and puffing after like no. the first little strike. I was like, Jesus. It's Lord. the hot where like your car is moving slower. Yes. It feels like it takes twice the energy to do anything. Absolutely. It was horrible. So I cut my grass and then I was like, hmm, my hedges look really, really bad. I'm just gonna go ahead and trim these trees and stuff. So I trimmed the hedges and everything, and then I was like, hmm, you know what? I need to like uh, pressure wash my driveway because then now it looks really bad. So I started pressure washing part of my driveway, which you don't realize how big your driveway is until you start pressure, pressure washing, washing it. it. Pressure washing it. And so then after that, I was pressure washing and all of a sudden I just felt like, oh my God, my leg. So what the fuck is on my leg? Stepped in a whole big ass pile of red ants. I was like, Lord, was the Lord. this is my 13th reason. I'm just <laughs> no. It was horrible. So then I came in the house and I was just like spread eagle, took all my clothes off, just laying in the middle of my floor. <laughs> and I was just like, Jesus I almost died. Sometimes you need a good floor nap. No, girl, I had the worst headache after that because all I ate that morning was a bowl of tricks oh so this was a suicide mission i, I didn't intend for it to be because i didn't think it was that hot and mm. then i was just like she yeah. was like i ate a piece of lettuce and then i went outside for four hours I and mean, did yard work listen yesterday i got all my probably more than a, a gallon of water in my system because it was horrible so i won't be doing that again i will be paying my, my neighbor to do it again that's texas baby texas summers yeah no. yesterday felt like july in texas yes Hot it did i was like mm -hmm. it's only may like what global warming is real y'all y'all better pay attention to al gore he's been telling us for years <laughs> damn it but yeah other than that my week was horrible but <laughs> <laughs> saying all that to say happy mother's day to happy all the mothers mother's out there. day by the time you hear this it will no longer be mother's day but yeah but you should celebrate your mother every single day. And for those people who this is a very difficult time for you, we are praying that God continues to comfort you during this time. Anybody that has lost their uh, biological mother, godmother, aunt, um, anyone who was a mother figure to you um, during this time. I know it can be very difficult to see other people posting their uh, their mothers and things of that nature. So we are praying for comfort for you. Guys. Anyone being forced to be a mother who doesn't wish to be. It's very true. Especially when they're about to overturn. Can you <laughs> imagine weird. like seeing all like all this positive Mother's Day? I don't want to call it propaganda. It's not propaganda. It kind of is. But everyone just being like, "I love my mom, and I'm so happy to have kids, and yeah. I am pregnant." And, da, 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 and you just sitting there like not super pumped about the fact that you're pregnant. Yeah, that would be tough. Yeah, I, I could definitely imagine that. I mean, you know, anything's tough. Any holiday is tough because there's people out there who have the exact opposite feelings towards that holiday. Absolutely, that I feel that way about Father's Day. Like every time Father's Day comes around, and I hate it because it's always like people posting these little pictures of when they were, you know, kids and their father doing all this shit, and then, you know, of course, women getting married and having their first, uh, you know, dance with their fathers. Like fuck you, because my yeah. my dad passed away <laughs> in 2015. So, um, but yeah, it, it gets it gets kind of hard. But it's not as hard as like dealing with it on his birthday. Like, yeah, I had a breakdown last year. Like at three o'clock, I couldn't sleep for some reason. And then all of a sudden, three o'clock, I just bust out crying. I called my mom. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Maybe I just needed a really good cry. But anyway, neither here nor there. Sometimes it happens. Yeah. That's the yeah. way I feel about Thanksgiving. Everyone's all happy about it, and I'm like, Ugh. you don't like Thanksgiving? Not obsessed with it. Like I'm just like, really? Mm -mm. Does your family do like a big tradition for Thanksgiving or no? We do, but we do it on Saturday, so it pisses me off because everyone posts on Thursday, and I'm just oh. sitting there in the corner pouting because I don't get to have Thanksgiving until Saturday. Oh, that's weird. Why do y'all wait till Saturday? Um, because when we were younger, everyone was working at the hospital. Oh, so they never had it off. So we never had it off. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Makes sense. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Everyone's got that holiday, man. Very true. And to those uh, women out there as well who have lost children and, you know, you all are still mothers, um, but you have lost children and, you know, things of that nature. We are still praying for comfort for you during this time and this holiday as well. So, And all the moms who aren't moms but are moms, you know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, I have godchildren. I have two godsons yeah. and nephews. So, um, yeah. But anyway, uh, all, that to say. all that to say, happy Mother's, happy Day. Mother's Day. What's your What's your favorite memory of your mom? I'm not, not, not your mom's gone. Your mom's still there, obviously. But my favorite memories of my mom. We're just, um, we're laughy people. Mm-hmm. Most of the time we're laughing at my brother's expense. Oh, but uh, <laughs> we're just, there's no one who like, we just chop it up, my mom and I. Mm-hmm. It's like freaking slapstick comedy. Yeah. We're just over there hitting it. I have really bad memory. Like just in general, I blacked out half of my life. It's all that vibe and take. I know. Like, I cannot remember <laughs> things from when I was a child. I really? cannot remember. Yeah, I just don't remember large parts of my childhood. Wow. So, I don't know. There's some good pictures of us, though. And you just don't remember them? No. I think you need to unpack that in therapy. Because <laughs> I'm always like, nothing ha- Like, there's nothing traumatic that fucking happened to me. I'm just like, That's huh. a good thing. I'm just, no, no packed away. <laughs> it means your family did a great job. They, you know, helped you avoid trauma. That's a great thing. I always say my family must have done a great job because I have this awful sense of, like, self-confidence that I don't deserve. I'm just like, yeah, I could do it. I'll figure it out. That means your got, parents. Yeah, I mean, no, I say that all time. I tell be, my mom, "You screwed me over. You made me think that I could be anything and everything, think and that, that I was perfect." Yes, well, not that you're perfect, but that you could do anything. Yes, you need to carry but on here to I adulthood. Am. Freaking, I'm always like, "Oh yeah, I can do it." No, sure, what? It can't be that hard. I mean, you started a podcast and have plenty of supporters out there, so that is true. the sky's the limit, you know. So I, my favorite memory with my mom, huh, man so many <laughs> just can't even choose one i was gonna say maybe we need to move she's, on from that question she's a lovely lady I'm, bad with me- I'm really bad with memories it's okay i can never pinpoint one but i also hate favorites i hate when someone asks me what my favorite food yeah. book movie is i hate picking i'm very what's your favorite food then <laughs> i can't do it what's your favorite food my favorite food used to be ham <laughs> why is that so funny <laughs> that was before i became a vegetarian if i was stuck on a deserted island i could eat ham all day what's wrong with ham whose favorite food is ham mine <laughs> i love honey honey glazed ham absolutely that's good oh my god you don't even have one what's your favorite food <laughs> probably either macaroni and cheese or a cheeseburger Okay, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that, but ham is weird. Like, what do you just want, like, lots of ham? Yeah. That's so weird. Ham is good. Not even, like, ham, like, ham. No, just plain ham. I just ham. wasn't expecting ham. Honey glazed ham. Because I'm a vegetarian. Most people say, right. like, pizza, pasta. Nope, ham. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm laughing. It's pizza now because I'm a vegetarian. That's but, the weirdest yeah. show. Oh, my God. You you're, never you're see You're judging me right now. I am. That was hilarious. <laughs> What's your you. favorite memory with your mom? My One of my favorite memories. Oh, you just have one ready to go? No, I do. I do. Fuck because uh, I think it's one of the reasons why I am the way that I am to a degree. Um, my mom. Okay, so. Clearly, I was a snack pack since a kid, right? And I loved, like, always dipping into stuff before it was already ready. So I was that kid who always was in the kitchen with my mom every time she cooked so that I could taste test along the way. Well, ever since I was probably, like, four or five years old, my mom has basically been teaching me how to cook collard greens. So every year, 
collard greens was her thing to cook for the family gathering or whatever for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So we would go down to this place called Tater Town in South Florida. I, know. I need to go to South Florida. You do. It's it's but it's a place Tater that has Town. Huge, yeah, I mean it's don't go by yourself. But um <laughs> they do have like this huge like farmers market kind of thing or whatever. And she used to get these fresh greens. And I would my responsibility every year, twice a year, was to uh basically do the greens and i would cut them up and take them off the stock and then wash them up and all that kind of stuff and and yeah and i've been doing that since i was like five years old so just being in the kitchen with my mom being able to cook and learn her recipes and stuff like that and especially to perfecting like her cheesecake recipe which is not actually i still haven't gotten to taste i made one during thanksgiving and your ass did not show up i was out of town see Mm mm-hmm so i made the cheesecake she just didn't come so anyway uh but yeah just cooking in the kitchen with my mom Okay, I want to take mine back. Okay. <laughs> I think I have a you, memory you have now. You a memory now? Okay, cool. Yeah. My mom is a holiday gal. Yeah. Like, she loves making holidays everything. Mm-hmm. Like, she listens to Christmas music all year round. She starts, she loves Halloween. She loves Christmas. So, all of our holidays were really good. Like, mm-hmm. Christmas was always a big thing. Easter, she would put, like, carrots oh. out and take bites out of them and put, conf- like, little confetti from my bed to Did my Did your mom Easter do Elf basket. on the Shelf? She did not do Elf on a Shelf. Really? I would pick your mom. I think my brother had Elf on the Shelf. I did not have Elf on the Shelf. Hmm. I was smarter than him, though, so I probably would have figured it out. But all of that stuff, like Santa cookies with bites taken out, everything was big. And we always did. She loves holidays. Yeah. now. So that's good. That's my favorite thing about my, my mom. My mom and dad never gave us a Christmas tree. So that's why I revel in Christmas trees now. And I have oh, to. Bitch. I have to tell my mom, like, hey, it's November 17th. Please do not put up the Christmas tree. My mom and dad used to put up Christmas trees and stuff. They used to decorate the house, everything before we were born. And then once we were born, they stopped doing it. They were just like, it's pagan holidays. I'm like, but you buy us <laughs> now gifts. That we have- <laughs> I'm like, Christianity just anyway, the black church. Anywho. Uh, well, you ready to get on into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some other things dealing with moms. How uh, Republican men, white men specifically, are trying to force people to be moms when they don't want to be. Um, I know everybody has probably heard in the news if you haven't. Um, the Supreme Court, uh, there was someone who leaked. I personally think it was a Gen Zer because I love Gen Zers and I think they leak a lot of stuff, which I love to a degree. Until we it, love a good leak. Yes, until it backfires on us. So um, there was a particular Supreme Court justice that had a draft of trying to overturn Roe v. Wade, which is basically um, something that was put into effect in the 1970s, I believe, that protects uh, women to have the right to choose abortion and to do it safely because as we know back in the day girls Why were using all kind of crazy gosh. stuff do you ever, did you ever watch uh for color girls the movie the the About i mean it's a, no 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 uh it's with a uh, tyler perry uh directed it it's with the janet play. jackson um it's off it's off the play but it's the movie kimberly at least where he drops the kids out of the window no okay you have to watch that anyway out of a but like it, michael jackson style yes but he did it on purpose. It, Michael Ely actually did it, uh, his character. No, here, we will <laughs> yes. not speak ill of he Michael did. Ely. And I don't like him from that because he he killed him two kids. Anywho, but <gasps> in the in the movie, there's this scene where uh, Tessa Thompson, she plays in it. She plays like a, a of course dancer. she does. She plays a dancer who is in high school and she gets ready to go off to college when she finds out she's pregnant before she goes and she, she tries to go and have an abortion. And the abortion is being performed by Macy Gray. So this is a, a lineup <laughs> if I've ever heard. How am I not seen it's this? A, it's Felicia Rashad, uh, Kimberly Elise, Loretta Devine, Janet Jackson, Tessa Thompson, Anika Noni Rose, Whoopi Goldberg, and Thandie Newton. Star and studded. Yes, and Ta- Tyler Perry directs of it. Of course. And, uh, but it's actually really good. It doesn't seem like a Tyler Perry play because he, because didn't he doesn't write dress it. up. No, because he didn't write it. But um, but anyway, so in the scene. Tessa Thompson's character goes to Macy Gray's apartment to get an abortion. She literally 
has like a whole like setup, like a chair with stirrups and everything. But then she has like this raggedy, like dirty bucket that she pours liquor in to sterilize like her speculums and all this other kind of stuff. Needless to say, the girl almost dies going to get this abortion. Saying all that to say, this is pretty much what's going to end up happening if they overturn Roe v. Wade. So oh. um, the draft was basically talking about how they're trying to overturn Roe v. Wade, um, which I personally think is just, this is all a ploy for white supremacy because 60% of abortions are actually performed on white girls or white women. And that's part of the problem that they feel like, you know, the white race, the Aryan white race is about to disappear. Have so. you, you haven't seen Yellowstone, right? No. This is a major spoiler. So if you have not watched Yellowstone and you ever think you're going to watch it, just fast forward. Fast forward yeah, don't turn it off. Just fast forward. This is like a pivotal moment. Anyway, there's this part of Yellowstone mm -hmm. where someone goes to get an abortion and it fucks her shit up for the rest of her life. Wow. Not even mentally, psychologically, which yes, it does emotionally, but like her yeah. legitimate anatomy. Oh, wow. Because it was just botched because it was like, you know, at this like podunk place mm -hmm. and they were doing it on a bunch of indigenous people. So no one yeah. cared. And even when they went in, the lady saw that she was white and was like, she should go somewhere else. Yeah. Wow. And they're like, we can't because she's afraid of her dad. That's insane. What do you think about uh, the possible overturning of Roe v. Wade? <sighs> yeah. I mean, I feel like we talked about this in like February when greg abbott did that with the state of texas because he overturned it i just don't understand over made it overturning things that were put in place because the a large portion of society was like this needs to change mm -hmm. it'd be like overturning civil rights right which, you know they, could, which they could come out which after they next. could do which it's like you know so many people fought for this because this change needed to happen and mm -hmm. you're just like eh, yeah no i don't know i feel like the whole point of not having socialized medicine is for these things not to happen. Can you mm -hmm. imagine them saying like, okay, from now on, if you're on life support for greater than 10 days, you're off. Yeah. And we know so many patients who have literally survived being on life support for months yeah. and they walk back into the hospital. And you're like, Oh my God, you were literally, you're literally story. choosing life or death for yeah. someone. And it could work for some people and it could not work. Some people want to make the choice to keep their loved one on life support forever. Mm -hmm. And no one thinks that's right. Very true. Some people say they have three days. Mm -hmm. They're either going to wake up or they don't. Yeah. So, I mean, I even think it's too like to the point where certain parts of them trying to overturn it. And part of this draft to allegedly was talking about how, um, a lot of these states now that are trying to overturn Roe v. Wade on a state level, they are basically saying that if a woman even has a miscarriage, that they are considering that a felony because surely you can prevent a, a miscarriage, even ectopic pregnancies. Like how the fuck how do you control? Like you already lose your baby and almost lose your freaking life. And then you're trying to charge a mother criminally because she could have done something to prevent an ectopic pregnancy. In what life can you ever do that? Well, and the most what? interesting part and what people keep bringing up is in vitro because yeah. you are harvesting these eggs. You're fertilizing these mm -hmm. eggs. You are throwing away. You're only keep like, say you harvest 22 eggs. You're yeah. only keeping 11 or 12, the most right, viable, the viable ones. ones. Yeah. And you're throwing out the rest. How is that different? Well, that's what, that's what they're saying too. That they're trying to criminally charge physicians as well who are doing IVF with throwing out fetuses that are even outside. They're not even a fetus. Okay. They're it's living a out leg, it's a leg, literally it's a stem cell and they're living egg. outside of the mother's body. And they're just like, still a oh, life is a life. And it's like, here's what I would really love for Republican white men and racist white men. Cause they're the same allegedly to just do, just come out and say, 
we don't have enough white people in the world and we want to keep our race going. I think if you just said that, everybody would be like, okay, make sense. You get a lot of flack, but and, I think we yeah, make our but I think we would, we would respect you a little bit more if you just tell the truth that that's what you want. But And, and just say it. It's Donald Trump has said worse. I mean, you could just say it. Just say that that's what you want. Or it's hey, too many white girls up, having abortions. Stand just up it. there and wave your flag and say how much you hate abortion. But everyone still has the right to choose what they can do for themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, we were talking in the office state. One of the guys in the office, his wife is pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm just saying, like, the doctor's telling you that there's an issue with the child. There's a whatever percent chance that if your wife delivers, that either mm -hmm. she will live or the baby lives. Don't you think you should have that choice? Absolutely. No one knows what they're going to do. You never know what you're going to do until yeah. you're there. But you can have that choice. Or, you know, your child has this congenital disability absolutely. they will have n absolutely no quality of life mm -hmm. they will be blind they will be deaf they will be mute they will not be able to communicate with anyone to do anything but stem off of themselves and you can't afford to take care of a and child you with can't afford to take care you should be able to have that choice absolutely even if you even if a woman is sexually assaulted in a in a pregnancy is the resultant of that sexual assault you you're <laughs> You're telling me that in your feeble mind that, well, I know you're dealing with this this trauma, but uh, you're going to have to deli deliver this traumatic situation and just call it a day. Well, we'd rather you give it up to adoption. And it's amazing how these very supposedly conservative people are saying, oh, well, it's better to just put your baby up for adoption. Well, how many of those children have you actually adopted? Because I don't think you have adopted any one of them. And not only that, so you'd rather for a child to go into a system that their mother didn't want than to get lost in said system, allegedly. And then also, too, to have tra a traumatic life where then they could potentially end up committing crimes. And then there you go. Prison pipeline. Now you got free I think labor. I said like, like nine, something high. This is probably an inaccurate statistically. We'll go with it. But 90 percent <laughs> of children in the foster care system have PTSD or some other oh, kind I'm of quite mental sure. disorder. I would probably say 100 percent of them. I Jesus. would just say, even if I'm in a loving two person relationship and we are very happy and we are both educated, young, mm -hmm. professional people and I get my ass knocked up and I don't have the baby, I should just have the decision not to have that baby. Absolutely. It's everyone's. I just don't know. You, you don't have to agree with no. someone getting an abortion to uh, to, you know, not agree with the fact that they should have that choice. Like, I know for religious beliefs and certain things like that, depending on, you know, your denomination and whatever your religion is, abortion is considered a sin or whatever. That's perfectly fine. It can, let it be a sin in your religion. However, your sin ain't got nothing to do with somebody else's body. Because if they don't subscribe to that, that religion, even if they do and they want to do it, stay out of people's medical bodies. Why is this not considered a HIPAA violation? <laughs> I don't like, know. I just I don't understand it like y'all are and then what's what's amazing is that now white women are coming out and say oh this is an attack on the women's body again no. we said this back in February it's not an attack on women it's an attack on white women specifically again because statistics proves that 60% of abortions in this country is coming from white women and even though these centers are specifically placed in urban areas absolutely. to directly affect women of color absolutely they've been trying to kill black and brown babies for forever so it ain't ever gonna be about us they not never gonna try to save our babies look at the maternal uh the maternal fetal uh, mortality rate when it comes to black and brown women in this country and that'll show you who they really care about and who they don't well there were some talks about people trying to organize some kind of like women's strike or whatever where they're like gonna withhold sex and all some bullshit and they're not gonna go to work and i'm like girl 
That's not gonna work. First of all, y'all didn't give a shit about Black Lives Matter, so we're not gonna <laughs> care about this because it's not. It, it doesn't affect us. It doesn't affect us. I'm sorry, it doesn't. Actually, I'm not sorry. It doesn't affect us. The only way to affect change is for everyone to become a lesbian for the next at least three years. <laughs> well, what about for the people who are already lesbians? That's not fair. <laughs> you guys get a gold star, and you, your taxes will be reduced, and you get a free trip on the government out of the country <laughs> lesbian tax cuts <laughs> it's just insane dude i don't know the I, I just that would be like saying that legally every boy has to be circumcised at birth or yeah. like you know what i mean yeah so just you know how can you legally enforce something that affects someone else's health yeah their body everything i'm gonna start watching the handmaid's tale because i'm telling y'all y'all better no, get ready don't, dude. Don't. i have to because now i have to get prepared because the thing is too what's crazy is that and even uh elizabeth warren and a lot of people have been saying this too that and hillary clinton especially i know a lot of people don't like hillary clinton i'm not a fan of her either but one thing i do respect about hillary she's a smart woman hillary has been saying this for years the minute they overturn something big like this everything is coming after that gay rights is going to come after that civil rights is going to come after that all of this shit that's been going on if they overturn roe v wade i can almost guarantee lgbtq rights about to go this is straight the, to the, the supreme pits. court is like the creepy guy at the bar who's only doing this creepy shit because he's gotten away with all the other creepy shit yeah and once he does the one big thing he's like oh that worked i can keep doing it mm -hmm. and, and if this happens it'll be as one big thing my, th my question is uh will katanji be on the stand to give her vote because uh i don't know if she's gonna agree with that <laughs> she better not <laughs> we don't rally Our for girl. you lady oh jesus but, then as soon as, but as soon as these these you know politicians their mistresses get pregnant oh they're gonna find a way to legalize abortion or to, to get an abortion legally. that's why they don't care about nothing they do will no. ever affect them this only no. affects everyone else the upper middle class people will always be able to find a way to get what they want and do what oh, they yeah. want to do absolutely absolutely even speaking on a another political thing we're not trying to be a political podcast but anyway but here greg we are. Ab i know right greg abbott allegedly is trying to um uh not necessarily privatized public education. Well, that too, but he's trying to basically um, overturn a particular law that was put in place to allow public education in the state of Texas to be free, specifically when it comes to undocumented immigrants as well too. Um, because now any any child that is undocumented can you know get free education in the United States, right? Yeah, because well, fuck those kids who came over here and made this big plan and begged their parents and said, we have to do it. We're going to ruin their economy and all their taxes are going to go to us so we can have a better life and a better education. And I exactly. can read and speak fucking English. Yep. Ugh. It's insane. So yeah, there he's basically trying to allegedly overturn that as well too. So I just think uh November needs to hurry and get here so we can get I, out of the governor because I'm over I it. I thought we all believed that children were the future. I think Whitney Houston said that. So you're telling me <laughs> that these Mexican citizens who didn't abort their children but couldn't afford right. to take care of them and came over to this country to provide for them and have a better life, now we're just saying fuck you right i'm just it's giving very much contradictory it's giving exactly. hypocrisy it's giving me a headache it's giving me ibs <laughs> and i can't i don't want to do it anymore i i am stuck on like european tiktok and all these little girls who were like i went to europe for a month and i met the love of my life and i decided to move to italy with him and now here's our life in italy and i'm just like do i need to move do i need to get the hell out of this country yeah i think i'm going to none of them complain yeah this this None country they is, love it uh, they're fitter and fitter more fit yeah more fit mm -hmm. they're more fit yeah they're healthier they look happier yeah and they're learning a new language absolutely 
Well, what, what I think is in what I think is very interesting is the fact that you want women to have all of these kids, right? But here's a problem that we're facing now here in the United States, and it may be globally. Uh, have you heard that there are baby formula shortages right now? Dude, I feel like there's been a baby formula shortage for like the last year. Well, I think what ended up happening was there was a shortage because allegedly there was a salmonella outbreak that happened that Ooh. was found in baby formula. But then now this is a real shortage, but I think it has to do with um again with covid the the uh what shipping. is it they call shipping and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff the supply chain issue but parents are like running out of formula and as, as we know um women don't have the um some some women don't have the option to breastfeed i mean latching issues clogged milk ducts there's a whole bunch of things that you know um could prevent a mother from being able to have the opportunity to breastfeed but um yeah and another thing. So how are you going to feed the babies if you That's, want people to have them? I'm just like, if you're going to impose these new regulations, mm -hmm. right? No abortion. All babies want to get born. <laughs> I need free education. I yeah. need free health care for my child. Absolutely. I need free food for my child. I need the option to put them in a foster care system that's not completely fucked. Mm -hmm. I need free mental health yeah. services for my child. Mm -hmm. I need you to make it to where having this child is so easy on me, I can't even say no. And then... I still have the choice and I should be able to say no. Well, they want but then breeders. let's talk. What's the plan? Because you keep saying you want people off of welfare. You want where it's a hand out, not a hand to all mm -hmm. the, all this shit. But you're going to completely overwhelm the system. Yeah. Makes no sense. Yeah. But cause there, there is no plan. It's all about just putting, well, you should be able to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Just like Martin Luther King Jr. said, you didn't give anybody boots, bitch. How can ain't we pull no up some boots. straps when we ain't got no boots on? No straps on Jace. And then you're just like, well, you just have to make it work. You just have to come from a, a, a financially stable family. How? Two when the system was... household. I mean, Do we not insane. think this is like a, um, what do you call it when you're looking over, you're doing something crazy over here, so they're looking over there, but really you're doing something. Smoke screen. A smoke screen. Smoking mirrors. Yeah. Surely there's something bigger going on, and they're like, you know what'll really mm -hmm. fucking throw them for a tizzy and take everyone's attention off if we try to overturn Roe v. Wade? That way, when we're over here doing this crazy shit, they won't even notice. Well, that's what I said last week when I said the fact that everybody was so obsessed with the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case. I was like, the Supreme Court is doing something. <laughs> and literally that next week, here we go, a leak. And then they're like, we are investigating heavily the leak. No, you need to be investigating why you're so worried about women's bodies and mm. uteruses that you do not have. How about that? We, we need to find out who this leak is because this compromises the entire integrity of, the, of SCOTUS. I don't know if you know, but no one ever put their faith in the judicial system. One thing about America, we love a whistleblower. <laughs> yeah, yes, we love do. Them. I pro listen. That is the American dream. It is. So I'm telling you, it was Blow somebody. The, the fact that they got all the copies and the fact that the SCOTUS couldn't even deny it and say, that's not true. He was like, well, yes, yes, it is true. However, we're going to find who did this. No, <laughs> it was a Gen Zer. I can guarantee it was a fucking intern. It has to be. It was a Gen Z intern. Like, and I LOL, love that person. Wow. This shit's wild. I love it. I love it. And I love, this is why I love Gen Z. This is why I love y'all sometimes. I really do. Cause y'all like an shit. intern at the white house. Yeah. Came across the paper. Random volunteer, a bluebird. Scan <laughs> scanned it on the notes app. Cause yep. they know how to use their iPhone and release it to TikTok, <laughs> And that was all she wrote. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, let's talk about some, uh, well, in other government news, we're going to, uh, the government is going to run out of money, uh, by October 18th. If they don't figure out same, their budget, same government, even though they keep giving millions of dollars to, uh, Ukraine mm -hmm. and they haven't done anything for a student loan forgiveness. Well, anyway. what you can't count on is me repaying the loan. So I would just no. nix that as an opportunity for repayment. No, I ain't got it, Joe. I ain't got it. Anyway, on to, uh, some better news. Morris Brown college has had their accreditation. 
reinstated. <laughs> I really thought that was going to be a Morse chestnut segue. I was excited. <laughs> I miss him. It's definitely HBCU business. All right. <laughs> official. Yeah. So Morris Brown uh, is a college that was actually featured in Drumline with Nick Cannon. <laughs> Favorite they part of Drumline. Lost. Ready they, to go. Yeah, they lost. The only reason why FAMU was not in that movie, because it was supposed to be about FAMU. But when they found out that they had to lose, FAMU was like, absolutely not. The 100 does not lose. So, yeah. What? Dead serious. That was what that was. What That's happened. the blackest thing I've ever heard. We don't we don't lose. I love it. We don't lose. Just like DJ Khaled. I can't lose. That's that's just it. But anyway. When, um, I love that movie Morris, yeah. an insane amount. I mean, it was, a, it was a really good movie. But uh, yeah, Morris Brown was a school that um, lost their accreditation due to some um, alleged mismanagement of funds. Anyway, it doesn't even matter. And they closed the school down, but they reopened it. I believe it was like two years ago. And they just announced that they got their accreditation back. So Morris Brown is up and running. We have reinstated morris brown college i am so excited for them morris brown, morris brown is actually in georgia georgia heard good things never yeah. been there you've never been to georgia no but if anyone's out there and they really want me to come to Atlanta, how do you travel everywhere and you've never been to georgia i don't have any black friends you know, there's a bunch of white people in georgia oh then i'm not gonna go Ge remember georgia was just flipped because of the help of stacy abrams that's right and so many others who wants to take me to georgia i mean we can go okay take me I got family there, a bunch of family there. My brother okay. lives in Atlanta. I want peaches. I want housewives. There's this. I want basketball. There's this place that my dad used to take us. It's in the country. It's like like a big Georgia peach patch, and you go there and you just pay by the pound of the bag, and you can pick all the peaches you want. I could pick peaches. Mm-hmm. You can pick them, pick them, pick them. Oh, that'd be my pleasure <laughs> but yeah so anyway morris brown we are so happy to add y'all back into the fold you never left the fold but i'm just saying i'm glad you got your accreditation back um it's making our unity as an hbcu much stronger so yeah anyway uh the met gala the let's talk about met it gala do you watch the met gala i do i just want to see the fact the, the carpet fashions. always um, who, was your, who was your best dress dude i always love blake lively and here's why she never misses because here's the thing if there's a theme dressed to the fucking theme what was the theme this year the theme was gilded age what the fuck is that the gilded age like you know metal and shit in america oh i get it anyway my favorite was lizzo i did she did she looked really lizzo good. looked amazing and her nails oh amazing i love she's just the last year man it's been a lizzo year yeah it really has tiana taylor's outfit was really beautiful too i know there were i i we have to talk about kim everyone was talking about kim oh god i think that the dress would have been better for last year because it was like america and yeah. marilyn monroe is america also she keeps opening her mouth shut the fuck up what did she say at the mid she was like they were like oh my god this dress was marilyn monroe's how exciting marilyn monroe was a, you know 10 pounds that's crazy mm -hmm. and she's like oh my god the first time i tried on this dress it didn't fit and i told them i'll lose the weight so it took me whatever like two or three weeks and i lost 16 pounds and just talks about how she had to starve herself to fit in this dress and everyone was like <laughs> read, read the room, the room. <laughs> body positivity bitch is 2022 well you know what she took sister's advice get your lazy ass up and go, go to the gym yeah, do the work do the fucking work yeah well chloe, chloe was there that's her first met ball they oh, really? always leave her ass out i didn't even see her at the, i don't really think I she wasn't her. wearing anything good i saw Ke kylie and kendall and kylie looked a mess with that stupid baseball cap that was ugly she's it's supposed to be like this is that is from off-white's fall collection but like mm. not to theme except for the baseball yeah. hat because i think baseball was invented during the gilded age oh okay cardi b looked amazing cardi b looked amazing kendall's eyebrows were brown i are blonde i don't understand the blonde eyebrow trend yeah 
I hate blonde eyebrows personally, and I'm sorry to everyone out there that has them. <laughs> I don't like it's not. I'm not. I cannot. I don't like it. Lori Harvey. I was just jealous of oh, her abs. Oh <laughs> my god, she's beautiful. She dumb. She's just beautiful. And I was like, and, and they actually they were like, how do you get your abs like that? And she was like Pilates. I was like, bitch, I'm calling Pilates today. I know. I I did Pilates. And my abs never her looked like that. Her outfit was really good though. I know. I fucking love the Met Gala. Yeah. I'm like, look at all these rich people. I think another thing because a lot of people don't dress to theme, and a lot of people are wearing shit. And I'm like, what is? Did you see? Uh, was it J Lo and Vanessa Hutchins wearing the same dress? No, I didn't. Bitch, big mistake. Someone's getting fired. I was but, gonna um, say, how do you like? Because don't you have to pay for a table and stuff like you that? You pay so? for the table, but also it's a lot of like designers invite you to sit with them but then they yeah. dress you so you can't really tell them what you want to wear so what but why would you as a designer dress somebody in the same outfit that's know. weird i don't know i don't that's know really but i will it's like fifty five thousand dollars a plate or something crazy okay and where what is this going toward this all benefits the like art museum thing where it's at that i should know the name of but i don't like Mm. that's all it's all in the name of the arts and this is their big fundraiser so not feeding hungry children no no and sure okay. i'm i could be wrong they could have a little like side doesn't uh uh tina lawson uh beyonce's mom doesn't she do something like that as well like she's a charity or something that she has people dress know. up for i think she does that I would dress, every year i would love to dress up it's i don't i can't remember what the name of it is but i know she i think she does something like that as well she kind of has like a met gala so to speak and she donates it to a charity or well, something when like we that. get rich we should do that i'm not the best up. part of the met gala to me is always the after party because that's when everyone goes crazy and yeah you see what they're wearing janelle monet looked really well she looked really beautiful i feel like she never misses at the met gala. you know who scares me every time i see her and i forget until i see her again donatella versace did you see her because she has a botched face that's why. i mean all the money in the world she that's when you keep stop touching your face yeah, stop, stop touching, touching your, face. your face just stop fillers okay because at least they go away but stop don't get your face cut just don't do it oh no yeah but that was my little dopamine hit last weekend watching the, i was yeah. sad because zendaya wasn't there and Everybody she was looking for her. What hits happened? it nail on the head every year. I don't know. Was she in rehab from a uh, what's the show she's on? Euphoria. Euphoria. <laughs> don't you ever say that again. I'm not in real life. I'm just saying maybe she was uh, doing. I don't something. know. Her and Tom Holland weren't there. Maybe they were off, no. fucking in Europe or something. I don't know. Could possibly be. Well, what were you talking about, Dave Chappelle? <laughs> Black comedians are having a, a time. Yes, they are. A time. <laughs> he. Someone bum rushed the stage while he was up there and tackled him, attacked him. Shameful. And it was crazy. They ended up getting the guy. You would have think he was the Secret Service was there the yeah. way that they mobbed up on this stage to get this man. The videos they show of the assailant after he was apprehended. Mm -hmm. Yo, I don't know what they did to this man. Listen, from an occupational therapy standpoint. That rotator cuff is gone. Have you ever pulled the? Have you ever pulled an arm off a Barbie doll and tried to reattach backwards? Backwards. That is what this man's arm. It looked so bad. It looked like it they was. hung him up by one arm and spun around a bunch of times, and it popped out of socket <laughs> and then twisted around. Here's the thing with the police that I think is very petty. Why couldn't you have just like? put a handcuff on the unaffected arm. <laughs> why did you have to continue to contort the man's fucking hand? Now, see, this is why you need to work in prison so you can go and make his make his arm better. I should be like, are you the guy that tackled Dave Chappelle? Absolutely. And then- uh That's hilarious. Did you see Chris Rock go up after him and what he said? See, this is what I'm saying. You can't cry wolf and cry victim and then keep talking shit. Cause you talk shit, real big shit, after Will slapped the shit out of you. Mm -hmm. He was like, 
uh, I don't know what he said, but it was something defective. You got, I got slapped, I got by, the slapped softest, by the softest rapper. rapper. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, and you were still sitting up on stage talking about, oh, I'm socially awkward. Ooh. No, you're not talking shit like that, brother. You're not, and that's why you got slapped in the face, mm-hmm. allegedly mm-hmm. for the protection of our podcast. Yeah, I don't know. His <laughs> arm looked messed, messed up, Listen, real bad. That that elbow, he gonna need some surgery. At least I don't even know. They would have to completely take it out of socket. It, it looked like. Chick- they chicken yeah. winged his arm and it I, stayed I, like that. I bet you his ligaments are just completely torn. Trashed. Just sits all just gone. <laughs> <laughs> sits muscles. <laughs> He's gone. got nothing. I hope that wasn't your dominant hand, bro. Listen, I hope it was worth it. But I hope yeah, it was worth it. that's Netflix joke festival. Netflix is probably like, well, we are getting real tired of this. Dave Chappelle. Well, the thing is, it's like Dave Chappelle ain't no punk. Okay. He's don't think because he's from Connecticut, whatever he's from. Like that's something no, Dave Chappelle will fuck you up. Just stop. <laughs> don't do that again. And I don't think pe- people are like, oh, see, Will Smith, that was giving him everybody a pass and now go up on set. No, it's not. No, no, no it's not. No. no, there was a, clearly a whole bunch of other stuff that was going on with that. Anyway, what were we talking about? about people cut, quitting their jobs? <laughs> Speaking of. I feel like a while ago we talked about great resignation. Yes. And we we're like, wow, it's so crazy. All these people are quitting their jobs. Guess what? They are still quitting their jobs. Another four, I love it. Another four and a half million people. Jeez. have quit their job and i just want to know what you're exact what are you doing tell are you on, me are you on unemployment can you give me the secret sauce because <laughs> are you like selling things for amazon you know virtual are assistant? you making your own candles and soaps now it's are you crazy. an influencer on tiktok i need to know these I, are the questions we need to know answers because that's a lot of people 4.5 million people. Well, I was driving around t- this weekend and almost every fast food restaurant I saw has a hiring sign. Well, and the sorry, and the restaurant I was at today was short staffed. Everyone's short staffed again. Yeah. Well, you know, they were, they were saying too that because a lot of these companies did, they p- applied and got these PPP, PPP loans, that they were doing it saying that, oh, well, see, we're so short staffed. And so they're claiming that, oh, no, we actually need more people. But in order to stay within the uh, confines of the PPP loan criteria, mm-hmm. they can't hire people because they've already taken this money saying that they were short staffed. And if they, if they actually hire people, then they won't be able to get the money and all this other kind of stuff. Mm, but that's so they're, still they're doing going it. on. Yeah. Damn. I don't know, man. But... There's a whole task force. Joe Biden said, Oh, well, if Joe Biden said it, <laughs> it must be true. Right? Yeah. But I would love to know what all these people are doing. Seriously. Cause I would like to apply for something different. <laughs> the industries with the most resignations are, um, the professional business services sector and construction. Construction. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Why? Constru- I, I thought there was always really good money in construction. I don't know. But customer service, I can definitely see. Absolutely. But construction, that's weird. Yeah. There's a hundred or there's 11.5 million jobs available in the U S and that's the highest in 22 years. My Lord. And they gonna blame Biden. It's not. That's crazy. I know. It's, there's, how do you make a living wage, you know? I feel like yeah. a lot of people started doing side hustles, as the kids say. Absolutely. Um, and eventually, when you start making as much money from your side hustle as you are your regular job, mm-hmm. you're quitting the regular job. Absolutely. Because it's not benefiting you anymore. What, what is the benefit for me to clock in and clock out when I can do this on my own schedule? This mm-hmm. is why we need to come up with an idea. We keep putting out all these ideas, but we still haven't uh, seen We just need to manifest a little better. Yeah. Well, we need to just start doing it's, I'm tired of manifesting. This shit ain't working. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm over it. Did you hear that there's these um, there's this particular law that's that's being introduced um, called salary transplant uh, transplant salary. Transplant. I would love a salary transplant. <laughs> if anyone too. out there is listening and you would like to transplant your salary with one that is lower than yours, 
reach out to me. Yes, definitely. Someone with a higher salary exactly. you can transplant. But it's called salary transparency laws, where basically um, some states are now going to require employers to, they cannot post a job without posting the actual salary and the salary range itself. Because, you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, well, you know, yeah, you, you apply for this job, but it doesn't give you a salary range. And then you're trying to put on your best foot forward for these companies. And then they'll come back and be like, well, yeah, we're going to offer you $40,000. I'm punching your mouth and making me mm-hmm. even waste my, my gas coming up on here. So there's, a, which I think would, would be a, a very good law to put into place that every job has to show transparency, show what your budget is, show what your what you're actually, uh, what your your salary range is as well too. I need everyone in the workplace to start being a little less paranoid about telling other people their salary and yes. just let me know because mm-hmm. I just need to know. It's not a big, like, I don't know. I feel like you kind of know, especially in healthcare, you kind of know that your salary is primarily based on whatever your job is and your seniority, like the time mm-hmm. you've spent there or the time you've been doing that job Yeah, for the most part. So I'm just like, I just need to know what you guys are making. And it, I need it to go with the new you. Yeah, I don't and it, and if mine goes up, yours goes up. Exactly. I and I if I know what the new people are making, we all go up, but I'm just like, yeah. I don't know. Well then too, these jobs get into these tactics and they're just like when you tell them, Hey, I'm leaving because the salary does not match what I'm doing and then they they say, Oh, well, Bring us whatever offer from your uh, another employer and then we'll match it. No, bitch, I'm not showing you shit. Either mm-hmm. I'm you gonna give me more money or I'm leaving. Yep. Like, I'm not going to sit here and beg you. Like, no, no, I'm not begging you for nothing. I'm not going to do it. Not at all. Mm-mm. I'm just going to leave and I ain't going to get no two-week notice. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm, I, every day I think about how I need a rate. Also, it just pisses me off when you're working hard and the people who have been there forever aren't doing shit and they're making more money. Exactly. But then I'm thinking, are you making more money? Because you started way lower than I have because you started at a different time period. You know what I mean? Yeah, but some people, like... HR is very tricky, I feel That's like. That's why I need to and, know what people are making. But also, too, when you go into an interview and people are they're, they're telling you, oh, we're offering you $15 an hour, right? I'm just throwing out a random number. And you're just like, oh, okay, well, can we do, we, do you have room to negotiate? Well, no, I don't. Well, then have a great day. Yeah. But then because you need that job or you really want that job, then you start to settle versus, you know, remember we talked about that some episodes ago where, the one girl on, on Facebook and Twitter was like, oh, this girl, she only asked for 85000 even though the budget was set for hundred and Oh, and instead of telling her, she was like, what an idiot. Exactly. And, and it was like, you all need to negotiate. But yeah, when you have these recruiters that don't give you the option of negotiating, when you ask about, you know, well, what is your salary range for this position? Well, mm-hmm. we can't disclose that information. No, you can't disclose That's that information. The jo- I'm only going to accept the job exactly. based on the salary. Well, are you, well, why would you do that? Because, bitch, I got bills. Like, mm-hmm. I hate when people ask dumbass questions. So, why did you apply for this job? Bitch, because you had an job. opening. Like, kind of stupid question Why is that? should we choose you for this job? Because you need to fill a position and I need a job. Why should I work here? That should be the bigger question. Why should I work here? You clearly got an opening. <laughs> <laughs> With all your damn turnover. You need to be a little bit more humble. Jobs. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I'm crying. I Any think job that I've applied good... to, I, I don't mean that. If if, <laughs> I, if I've applied to your job and you see me on this podcast, I don't mean that. I'm just playing. It's I think it's a good practice, though. I think everyone needs to be more upfront Absolutely. about how much they're willing to offer, and that's how you get better candidates. I yeah. think. I don't know. Yeah, but if you just want to know my salary, just be nosy, and you can't help me get any. You can't help elevate me. Then no, I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah, but. I agree. But I just, I'm always curious about what say okay so i've worked at this job what like three years Mm -hmm. the people who've worked there 10 15 years 
you should be making more than me, right? You Absolutely. have more experience. But I'm like, what, but what did you start at? Because the way our profession is now and then is very different. I don't think you were making what I was making starting. Well, the problem is, too, when they there, there is a range, because especially when you're a new grad, the problem is that every year you're not technically getting a raise. They give you these little 2% bonuses or whatever 2% raises every year but that's not a real raise it's just because they were in the black and they're just trying to keep you a little bit happy the 2% raise only ends up being like a quarter that is not a fucking raise Mm-mm, it's a joke it's a joke you, you might as well just give me pizza <laughs> <laughs> pizza parties or ice cream or king size snicker bar but I you know, know good and goddamn well I'm asking about that 2% every whatever oh, it hell is yeah. I'm all, what, it what happened to the 2% what happened to the 2% it'll help you get to the next dollar but at the same time it's just like it doesn't even matter because they take out 2% in stocks every freaking paycheck you. stupid and even now, they're just like oh we're gonna give everybody a bonus yeah and you're giving me like a $600 bonus and at 33% it was only like $275 <laughs> like wow thanks right? I can splurge at Chipotle uh, like what the hell it's walk so is extra Exactly. It's so dumb. But anyway, um, did you hear that? You know how Jeff Bezos, not Jeff Bezos. Why do I keep confusing them? Because they're both rich pieces. Rich of, white. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Actually, I guess Elon Musk is in white. What is he? Is he not? Oh, with a name like Elon. That's very true. What He's is he? He's from um, Romania. I'm kidding. No way. Germany. Hmm. Okay. No. If you had to take a guess where Elon Musk was from, what would you say? Watch him be from like Rhode Germany. Island. He's not Russian. I thought he was from not this country. Germany. I would say Germany. He is from... Pretoria, South Africa. That's a lie from the pit of hell. <laughs> that's what that's what Wikipedia says. He's from South Africa. That, he ain't he ain't no real South African. Where are his people from? Well, you don't have to be black to be from South yeah, Africa. Yeah, you do. It's apartheid. Maybe. No, that, no, that's genocide. Nope, and it's gentrification. Whoa, why does he have so many kids? Did you know he had this many kids? How many kids does he have? He's got. This says ain't nobody white from Africa. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It says he has eight or. Seven or eight kids. Jeez. He this, can afford it. This page six article from March says, <laughs> meet his seven kids and their mothers. Holy shit. And you never hear... Mothers? How many mothers does he have? Child uh, mothers does he God. have? God. What the hell's going on, Elon? Okay, we're not going to go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> I heard allegedly he does a lot of drugs and has a lot of sex, so that would make sense. It sounds like, you know, a narcissist like him. He's just having a good time. He's not here for a long time. Very good time. Yeah, very true. But so anyway, you know how Elon just purchased Twitter, right? So apparently, which I didn't know this, but the Orlando Police Department, Orlando, Florida, right? Disney World. One yes. Orlando. Orlando, Florida's Police Department pension fund, they are shareholders of Twitter. How does that work? I, I don't, don't know, know anything about police or pensions. I don't know. But it just but, seems like you if you're a police, it's not a company. A police organization force, I don't know. force that you wouldn't necessarily like that wouldn't be your big well you don't control who your pension invests in so that's part of the problem so whoever mm. owns their pension is the one who are shareholders ah so a bunch of cops just got together and were like let's fucking invest in twitter no no, no. they were just like we're just putting into our pension and the owners of the pension was like hey twitter's a great idea it'll be just like if it was starbucks or whatever so the police force doesn't own the pension no, they do own the pension, but you know how like like whatever company you work for, you're putting your money into like a 401k and they're matching it, right? Well, what they're actually doing is taking your money and investing it to be able to keep that that 401k account 
real, but you can't, but like, so let's say they use Vanguard, right? And Vanguard can say, oh, well, we have stocks in Twitter. We have stocks in whatever. And they're just putting wherever to help benefit you. So but they're taking all the risks. their pension yes. was invested heavily into Twitter Into stocks. Twitter, right. And they're they're And now Twitter's about to get flipped on its head. Right. And so basically what they're doing is this is all alleged that they're trying to sue, allegedly sue Twitter and Elon Musk to um, delay the overtaking of Elon taking over Twitter until mm. 2025. I read something that said that supposedly because he was a shareholder before he became the owner a shareholder of twitter yes oh really that he has to have a certain um like they have to vote and he has to have a, ma a certain percent majority vote yeah. before all of this can take place and he didn't have that because he mm. bought it for chingos yeah so 44 billion 44 just yeah. a couple billion dollars yeah that's we i wonder that is so strange to me. Yeah. I mean, I was just like, how in the hell? Orlando, what? But yeah, that's what that's what the streets are saying, allegedly. Orlando's for the streets. I mean, I wish all the place. cops there had to wear Mickey Mouse ears. That would make me feel safer. <laughs> sure, white safety coming out. Because they'll she'll still shoot you in your head. With but the, Mickey what Mouse if ears the on. gun sounded like Mickey Mouse too? <laughs> no. Definitely it would be not. good. They should pick that up. All right. So you know that's hush crickets uh no that's weird hush crickets all right anything else before we go into the rehab corner um i mean before we go into what we're watching sorry no did you see drake tweeting at that guy's wife because he came for him on social media no i didn't or not. he instagrammed him um this guy commented on one of drake's pictures and was like your son probably plays basketball with ghost writers and you know that's like his biggest pet peeve oh god forbid. we all know he allegedly i was gonna say doesn't he have a ghost writer allegedly i'm i'm just saying if drake I, is not even really drake what are you talking about if i drake. was <laughs> if i was drake i wouldn't have time to do all that shit anyway like you everyone has a secretary or someone to help them it would make sense that he has someone to help him there's no way he's lived enough lives to write all these raps He's fucking Degrassi. <laughs> How much do we really think this is really real about Drake's life? It's not. Uh, I just, I live and I die, but Drake so, gets so upset with that kind of stuff that he went, and I'm going to read the screenshot. because he's, like he's like the kid in school that nobody really wants to hang around, but he comes with the nice shoes, and he's just like, no, you got to respect me because I have nice shoes. And it's like, but you're lame. Like, every time he tries to go to the locker room with other people, I'm just like, get out of the locker room. You don't even play basketball. Yeah, like, stupid ass down. His parents are rich, and his cousin's exactly. really fucking cool, so everyone's hanging out with him. Yeah. They're just like, oh, we'll just accept you because you're here. Um, so he goes and decides to troll the guy who did oh that. My God. He said, I just followed your girl because she's probably miserable and needs some excitement in her life. Wow. I love it. I love to see it. I love when celebrities come down to our level. I love you mean I love these people celebrities ain't shit they regular people you put your pants on just like I do you ain't nobody I don't, it's just I don't get the idea that you are a millionaire right maybe a billionaire I don't know his candle company could be popping off <laughs> the idea that you have all this money and all this fame and all of these things going on and you're flying here and there and you have your own jet and this guy just gets under your skin so bad which lets us know your level of insecurity that you have to go to his and I die I live and I die. Which lets us know you're really not that busy. Because if you see comments like, and I think that's why people continue to do stuff like that. This is why people, trolls will continue to like make comments on people, on people's pages Because they react. Because you, because you react to the negative stuff. It's now like, this guy gets to be the guy who talks about how Drake commented on his exactly. stuff. Exactly. And his girlfriend gets to say, oh yeah, my, my boyfriend did this. And, and so it makes you look like a clown. It doesn't make you look like the hero of the story. And that's why Rihanna left. 
Rihanna, him and Rihanna were never together. <laughs> never. Again, he's just like the guy who can just keep buying her stuff. And she's just like, okay, dude, you can be like my little brother. <laughs> he's like, but I'm in love with you. And she's like, yeah, I know, but I don't she's want like, you. That's cute. <laughs> exactly. I got my man Travis over here. I mean, not Travis. Uh, what's his name? ASAP Rocky. <laughs> Did they? They're not engaged for real. Girl, what the fuck is wrong with my ma- dude? I'm swearing. telling you, tongue tied. Tongue tied. Gotta get that together. They he proposed to her in a new music video, but Ooh. I didn't know if that was a real thing. ASAP Rocky. Oh, it could be possibly real. She ain't gonna share nothing else with her life. Every time she something happens, somebody always leaking it. That's true. Somebody from Gen Z. You don't have <laughs> to be married to have a baby with someone. No, you do not. Despite, but it is cute. Despite what the boomers and silent generation said. Yeah. Because a lot of them had babies out of way of luck anyway. Anywho, neither here nor there. What are you gonna do? Nope, that's all I got. Well, you can't abort them if they overturn Roe v. Wade. Anywho, <sighs> what are you watching? I have been reading lately, not watching, but nerd. And I have been just <laughs> thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry, like to exercise my brain from time to time. Um, I've been rewatching old movies just on in the back. Have you seen The Other Woman? No, what's that? It's like my top tier. Who's in that? Um, Cameron Diaz, Leslie Mann. Oh, is it the one where they have the the guy? They yeah, both are dating the guy. Yes, and he. It's all the. It's like this man is married and he's cheating on his wife so it's the wife the mistress and then the other girl he's cheating on both oh, of them with, and they all team up it's like a john tucker but for middle-aged women i love john tucker it is so good. cameron diaz and leslie mann in that movie are so freaking funny yeah. their relationship is so funny mm-hmm. how it develops i love that movie cameron diaz hasn't she been in anything new lately no, she's just. I mean, Charlie's Angels to... was a classic. Oh, just so saying. good. And Shrek, are you kidding me? Oh yeah. How could we forget? Well, because she wasn't herself most of the movie. That's true. <laughs> I mean, her voice was, but every time face. I hear her now, I think Fiona. <laughs> what? Um, something about Mary. That was a great one. Oh yeah, that was a good one. She was in that movie Sex Tape. Never saw it. No, definitely never saw that. Bad Teacher. That was good. Bad Teacher was funny. The Holiday. Loved it. Yeah. Classic. Best Friends Wedding. Every year, gotta watch. She was in Black Annie. What was the other one for Vegas with Ashton Kutcher? Oh my God! What happens in Vegas? Vegas that was funny. A classic that film, ladies and gentlemen. That Cameron, one's so good. Cameron Diaz is an amazing actress. She has got a catalog. She does. So yeah, that's what I've been watching. Nothing else. Cool beans. Well, I have been watching The Wilds. The Wilds came back on season two Woo-hoo. on Amazon Prime. I need to watch it. It's so good. It's so, listen. If y'all want like, uh, it's not a thriller at all. It's I don't know what to describe it as. This is a drama, psychological thriller. Mm, I would, no, it's not really that psychological. But I mean, there's some kind of survival it's stuff in there. It's kind of a. You know what? I can tell you what kind of show it is because the internet will tell me. That's very true. Well, anyway, the Wilds on the second season, and um, the last season they left off where it's they a got drama. It's a drama. Okay, they got the girls got rescued, but then they found out that they did the same thing with a group of boys and stuck them on an island just to see what they would do and everything. So it's basically them um not necessarily meeting but telling the tale of the guys and what happened to them um but you know and then what happens to the rest of the girls and stuff like that too do you ever get overwhelmed by the sheer amount of content there is to watch on streaming services because i don't i don't watch a whole lot of it i'm just i'm like in those um i have i don't want to call it choice anxiety Mm -hmm. but there's so many things i want to watch yeah and I just can't. I'm getting overwhelmed, and there's too many things to pick, and I know so many things are good. I think that's part of the problem with social media. Like, there's constant entertainment, and this is why people's attention spans are so so low, 
um, because there's too much to consume at one time versus like back in the day, it used to be like you waited and you had to wait until a second season came out. Yeah. And when the second season did come out, I, that's why I like the fact that Issa Rae did what she did with regard week to, week. yeah, she made it week by week and was like, no, you're not going to absorb all this content at once. We worked our asses off of this show. You are not going to just watch this 10 episodes and be like, all right, bitch, we want another season next month. She's like, bitch, it took us six months to make it. No, you're going to enjoy this. So I do like that part of it. Even too, like, you know, Grey's Anatomy and Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder and all those kind of shows. You had to wait until they actually came on. Even back in the day, like Living Single, Cosby Show, A Different World, you looked forward to making sure that you were at home at that time that those shows came out, I think this is why the cancellation of so much is going on because even they canceled, um, what was it? The, uh, the new show on ABC with Eve and Brandy, I think it's called Queens. Queens. Yeah. It was them. They were like a rap group or some shit. Notori Naughton was on there. Why as well. is Brandy in every, like every pilot of shows with black people? They're like, we'll, we'll put Brandy in it. She's an amazing actress. Plus she has really good, uh, a really good agent. I'd say that. I just feel like she's in everything. She is. But she, I mean, I feel like a lot of the stuff that she does is really good. The problem is you don't let shows get a second season. Like, let allow them to get a second season to be able to see if fans like it. But there's so much content. This is why I think a lot of these shows on network TV are getting canceled because nobody's watching it. Because- I haven't watched cable TV in that's what i'm saying because all these streaming services keep popping up and then everybody's paying money for patreons and shit and it's just like well why would i pay for week by week when i can just get all the content at one time Mm -hmm. so i think that's why streaming services comes out and then watch it all yeah everything i watch if it is a cable tv show that's currently running i'm watching on hulu the day even if it's the day after because that's what i watch the equalizer on i watch the equalizer on hulu yeah so i mean but even like raising Dion, you got you only gave him two Still seasons. About like that. my thing is again, give these shows a chance to survive. I get it, y'all got to pay bills too as a network, but you're not giving shows an opportunity to survive. And then this is why people get bored and go on streaming services because you're not giving us enough of variety. You're just like, oh, you're making the same shows over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I feel like okay. For example, Queens. What was the point of this show? This is very much giving Empire. Star Empire exactly. vibes. Yes. As opposed to why did you cancel Star? Star was doing very <laughs> we good. We could have just stayed with Star. You could have stayed that with Star. Show. Love that show. And Brandy was in Star. She, like, come on. And she did great in that show. She did. She was wild. She shot Patty LaBelle in the foot too. Man, Ryan Destiny, are you kidding me? That's what I'm saying. You keep, you keep remaking all of these shows and they're all doing the same thing. You're only giving them one season and then they get canceled. Allow shows to grow. Just like like insecure mm-hmm. insecure was an amazing show i miss it so much and if you look at the the last season obviously from the first season it grew so much but you gave it time to breathe they don't give shows time to breathe no more and then you tr- keep saying there's no creativity out here you don't give people a chance to write i really do. how long ago did insecure come out do you remember was it 2022 it is 2022 yes 2016 that sounds about right 18 i just remember and like of to 2016 mm-hmm. i remember i mean there's always been black shows mm-hmm. there's always been black ensembles all mm-hmm. of this but it just felt like during this time after this show came out people were like oh mm-hmm. people want to watch black shit exactly let's put money into it yeah and i think people always like you know how back in the day with these white ensemble casts, they used to always have one token, token black uh-huh. and then on the black shows they would try to have one token white and it's like, you don't have to do that because you can have shows that are relatable around all generations. And yeah. I think Insecure was one of those shows that brought it back. Like, 
you can have, like you said, you can have an all black ensemble cast and you don't have to put the token white people in there and it's still great. Even just like, um, what's the other one? Even like Atlanta. Mm, that's a good Like show. you can have an all black ensemble cast and you don't have to put a token white in there. Call it a day. Even uh, the shy. And what's the other one with the dude who um, sells drugs? He's Snowfall. Snowfall. That's on my list. I've yeah. heard such good things about it and I haven't watched it. I've only watched the first season. That guy is so attractive. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a nice looking guy, but I just. Handsome man. I'm, uh, okay. I'm not denying that. I don't know why she's talking to me like that. I'm neither confirming nor denying. I'm just saying. I'm going to have to watch the show. I yeah. I mean, I just give these shows an opportunity to have a second and a third season. It's okay. Y'all have put worse shit on TV and have forced us to watch it for 10 I years. I just watched a whole fucking season of The Ultimatum. So. I couldn't watch the whole season. I'll I, watch I, I wanted to watch the first four episodes and I was like, yeah, let me just find out the end on Google. <laughs> so apparently, um, who's that couple that we hated that were like, we're in love and we're leaving. Oh, what are Alexis? Names? No, the, the one after them. Oh, um, that other white couple. Yeah. They, I know about, what's yeah. his name? Nate and Lauren. Was it Lauren? I think it was. That's Lauren. what we're going I with right now. Lauren. Yeah, it was Lauren. It was they, Lauren. I saw a snippet. They were on a podcast and they were like, yeah, we just knew we had signed up for a show called like Austin couples and we, they wanted couples from Austin and that's what mm -hmm. we were doing. And then like a week before the show, they were like, okay, so there's going to be an ultimatum. And they were like, what the fuck? So he was like, let's get our shit and get out. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Oh. But yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Reality TV is not, it's not real. real. It's not so real. So give me back more insecure. Isn't she working on another show? Where is that at? She is, I think. I'm not sure. I am impatient. Yeah. I mean, but shows like, like I feel like these shows like um CSI Miami and like Law and Order. Law and Order. They have a whoever the writers are on these shows, amazing storylines. The Equalizer. But I think too, one of the reasons, one of the main reasons I feel like why Insecure worked so much was because or worked so well was because she literally targeted the audience of her age. Yeah, that's and true. And she made it relatable to what happens nowadays. Like I'm quite sure when Living Single first came out, it was relatable to all those women who were their age groups at the time. Same thing with girlfriends because girlfriends was nothing but technically a reboot of living single and it dealt with the same type of you know scenario and them going through life but it was relatable in that time frame of like the you know early 2000s and stuff like that but yeah. and insecure um, wasn't like oh here's these five black friends from the quote-unquote hood dealing with quote-unquote exactly. hood problems it right. was like these are just like people in their young mm -hmm. 20s going through life yeah. that's very applicable and relatable to a whole group mm -hmm. and subset they are black people yeah and they all had their own, their own separate identity and could carry the show yeah i would watch a show about people. if they had a Derek show and tiffany show i'd yeah, watch that if absolutely. they had a kelly show i'd watch that absolutely i'd watch the molly show it'd be messy as hell even like the miss pat show like i feel like the Miss Pat show on BET Plus, and I think she's now on Paramount and in regular BET. Like, I feel like that show gets back to the core of like real good, wholesome TV. Like, you love she, that show so I much. Do, I do, I'm just obsessed with Miss <laughs> Pat. I love Miss Pat. But the thing is, I mean, you're telling, it's almost like very Bernie Mac ish. Yeah. Like, you're telling a real story and you're just making storylines that are relatable to people. But that's how mothers talk. That's how black mothers talk. And not just black mothers, but that's how mothers talk to their children. That's what, that's what a real family in 2022 looks like. A husband and wife who this, this woman has kids, two kids by a previous relationship, and now is married to this man who, and they have two kids together who is helping her. So, like, that's a relatable story. Yeah. And I think. So many times Hollywood, they're trying to create these stories that are not real. And that's why people don't watch them. 
queens, like, again, all of those women are great actors, right? Actresses. The storyline is stupid. Y'all are a group that's trying to get back together. Who cares? In 2022, who cares? No one cares about that. That's not relatable to everyday people is what I'm saying. Now, if you wanted to bring those four women and be like, hey, we were a group before and it's just going through the wilds of our life, cool. But you're trying to get the group back together and you got all this singing and rapping. What the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah, there's either two. I either need a show like Insecure that I'm like, wow, I can see myself in all of these characters. Wow, these are my issues. Or... I need a Yellowstone. I need a succession where I'm like, never in hell would this ever be my life. But right. I'm diving in and I'm fully involved and don't try to make this anything I can't like learn that. from the apocalypse from Queens. What the hell? <laughs> They're not teaching me anything. Yeah, so we need, bring back Insecure, bring back the Carmichael show. Seriously. Bring back Raising Dion and where the hell's Lovecraft Country? Thank you. And even though Lovecraft Country was, was not relatable to a degree, it is. It is not the face-off if we don't bring up Lovecraft Country <laughs> at least you, one time. We are the official podcast of Lovecraft Country over here. <laughs> next time, the next season Misha drops Green. when it does, because it will, we will go over every episode. We can do the wind down. How yeah. the wind down. We can do the wind at the, the, the count country. up or something, or the countdown with the craft. I don't know. Misha Green, yeah. holla at your girls. That's all I'm saying. Good shit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, anything for the Rehab Corner? Welcome to the Rehab Corner. A place where we restore some order. Take a look around and sit your ass down. We don't play around. In the Rehab Corner. In the Rehab Corner. Um, I still have a job in the Rehab Department. I know you're all very shocked and surprised. Um, <laughs> here's what I will say about doing this job. It takes a lot of character to do our job. Very true. Like I, you have, it's like, um, I'm a method actor every day at work. Oh gosh. You gotta put on a mask. You gotta be fucking up. No one wants to see you. No one wants to get up. You're, no. it's very, there's a very, I can count on one hand the amount of people that were like, oh, therapy, you're here. Finally. Ah, never fucking yeah. happens. No. You have to be upbeat. You have to learn how to read the room. And if you're working with someone else, you have to learn how to not annoy them because you're both trying to do this job. Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to say is, if you're working with me, stop fucking annoying me. <laughs> stop being weird to our patients and putting us all in awkward positions. If someone's venting to you, read the room and stop trying to push them to do something they don't want to do. I don't get paid enough to do that. I also hate having to be the only woman on a team mm-hmm. of therapists and having to be like, okay, you're being insensitive right yeah. now to this patient. Okay, let me just get the emotional burden of this room because you're an asshole. Yeah. So I just need men to do better, but I think that's just like a general rule of thumb. Rule of thumb. Yeah. All that to say, I'm still out here. Thotting and bopping. Thotting and bopping, getting the people up. Making that money, honey. I I just want to say this for the Rehab Corner um, in corporate America. I want y'all to stop being so angry, okay? I didn't do it, okay? (laughs) People are fucking angry. No one on your team did it, okay? I have no power in my particular role if I got the same job description as you, okay? I need y'all to start talking to people with some respect before y'all mess around and get murked out here in these streets, okay? The Mm. amount of disrespect that I have had to deal with over Microsoft Teams and email is absolutely insane. We are in the year of our Lord, 2022. I will not elevate my voice past this point when communicating with you. 
I will ask you one time what it is you want. I am not going to assume what I think you want. You will have to ask me. Okay? That's all I'm saying. Period. Watch your mouth. Watch your keystrokes. You can stay. You can get your ass beat. You can stay. You can get your ass beat. You choose door A or B. And there is no My door B. The thing is, y'all, we just came out of a pandemic. And I swear when We're it was going on, it. everyone was saying, CDC said no. China's locked down Yo, right now. They're trying to. they're trying to... Stop with the mask at the hospital. Are you serious? Yeah, everyone's done. And they're saying as soon as the CDC says that we're okay to be without masks, we're out without masks. You know China's on lockdown, right? That's not China. I'm going to go okay. back to 2019. That's over there. That's not over here. We don't have to worry about that. Not in Wuhan. I remember, that's that's <laughs> over the, in Wuhan. What the hell's Wuhan? It's I remember in Wuhan. Wuhan. <laughs> yeah. Famous last word. Not the Wuhan. One. I am. I'm just saying, I thought 2019, 2020, everyone was so just, you know, beaten down, sad with what was going on that we all said, man, as soon as we can get back out in the world, we're just going to be happy. No, loving, that was a lie. kind, caring. Because everyone's been going through a lot. Well, because no, gas prices. Y'all are still hateful people. Yeah. I've, I've had to get. Gas prices really are fucking people. Yeah. I've had to gather a few people at my job professionally via email and just let them know you will never be comfortable speaking to me in that tone and with that language i don't care if we are on microsoft teams or via email i will gather you together i don't think people realize when i talk across this microphone it's a very different style of communication that i have versus writing i will slit your jugular with my words okay just please understand that don't don't take what I, I say, and because I say it with this type of diction and little country twang or whatever, this South Florida twang, baby, I'm quite educated, okay? Don't tell me, well, I don't know if you just didn't understand. Okay, these four degrees that are on my wall, tread lightly. That's all I'm saying. Tread very lightly. Anywho, that was a subliminal. Ooh, um, got goosebumps. I'm just saying, people, just be respectful in the workplace. Be respectful. Talk to people like you got some common sense. Also, I don't think there's anything wrong with halfway through your sentence realizing your tone is way off and being like, I'm sorry. I think my tone is a little Because you can do this. Delete, 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 delete. You can do <laughs> See that. how easy that is? Like, because I know you reread that before you send it. And, and thoroughly read messages that people send you before you respond to ensure that you are actually responding to what they wrote and not just thinking about something in your head and perceiving it and then putting it out there because you're going to be embarrassed. She's all I'm saying. reading people today. I'm just, you know. You know who you are. <sighs> all I'm saying is uh, I'm on my way out. Anywho, uh, anything else you need to say Any before losers? we get out of here? No. I, this week's going to be good. I can it feel is. it. We're fully into tourist season. That's your time to shine. I'm going to do what I said last time, which is move slow. Yeah, my birthday is not, not be luxurious. this week. It's next week. Next week. Yeah, next week. Let's do something crazy. Take it on the road. Oh, for my birthday, I'm going to be home asleep. Great. Hey, awesome. Can't wait. Yeah. As you get older, listen, that sun, the way the sun beat me up yesterday, y'all, I, I, ooh, Jesus. I, that's funny because I'm as I was in the sun, not like I wasn't in it. At, at Sophia's porch. At Sophia's porch. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was under some shade, but I was like, ah, it's summer. I'm so excited. I love the sun. No. I love the heat. It just, I feel the thing is, revitalized. I don't, I don't have the skin for the sun. You have the, the perfect kind of summer skin. No, I don't, because I have eczema. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so You got my, eczema? I got eczema. So my neck gets super dark. I know y'all probably like, ooh, she insulin resistant. I'm not. I have eczema. 
<laughs> I don't have diabetes. Nothing wrong with diabetes, this but is, we just don't have it over here. This is why I got a black neck. If y'all saw certain other parts of my body, y'all would see. I have eczema, Prove so I it. can't be in the... No, I ain't getting naked on camera. I don't do that. Anymore. But, <laughs> not anymore. I'm kidding. I don't. But all I'm saying is my eczema won't let me be great. So I cannot be in the sun like that or else I will break oh, out. damn. No, I yeah. love the sun. I hate the winter. I love the winter. All I want to do is be laid up on a beach whale. Because the, the winter is the best for my skin. It doesn't get dried out. Hmm. Interesting. And plus, because when I'm hot, I get hives. And then I start to break out and get You're in the somewhere. wrong state, honey. I am. And I was born in the wrong state in Florida. So this is why I need to be up north somewhere. You, the equator, the way the equator works. That's what I'm saying. The, the melanin way. loves it, but the eczema don't. Damn. So, yeah. Isn't there like, what is the guy who did the juicing diet and it cured all of his stuff? I did that before. I did a five-day I want to call it supersize me, but that's no, not right. No, it was a, a sick, sick and, and, and nearly dying. Yeah. yeah. That sick and... Nearly dying, yeah. Sure. I yeah. did a five-day a five day juice, and it was actually pretty good. I lost like 10 pounds. Did your skin clear up? No. So, have you tried celery juice? All the girly pops I don't even say eat celery. celery juice clears I mean, up eat, their stuff. I eat celery and, and potato salad, but not by People itself. will be like, look, I wore a fake gold watch, and I have a rash all down my arm. I've been drinking celery juice for a week, and it's gone. Yeah, because you took the fake gold watch off. <laughs> that, no, no, that can't be it. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to go back. I've, I've been juicing, though, because um, a lot of times I don't eat dinner. And so to not be malnourished, because there's a lot of people who eat a lot of food, but they're still malnourished. Because malnourishment has nothing to do with how much you weigh. It's about the actual That's on nutrient. food and nutrition. Exactly. Um, Macros, micros. It has to do with the amount of minerals and vitamins that your body is actually absorbing. Like absorbing. I eat three times a day, but it'll be Chick-fil-A. Exactly. So it's so not you're necessarily. Yeah, exactly. Did you ever hear about the before we get out of here? Did you ever hear about the, the psychological link between malnourishment and um, police officers and the fact that how they are so trigger happy and how they have like these anger issues, but it's related to their uh, their level of malnourishment. Do you think that's the same with nurses? Yes. I feel like nurses just because of the like their hours and mm -hmm. the physical and mental demands of that They're job. They're overworked. They're overworked. Like they are some of the most malnourished yes. people. And they drink just all they do is drink coffee. They survive off coffee. Yeah. And and sugar. Yeah. Also I saw one of the cardiologists drink it. He drinks a bang energy almost every morning. Mm -hmm. And I'm like I just something ain't right about that to me. Cardiologists have the worst diets. That's what I'm saying. A lot of them. And some of them are very obese. And like, you know how you, every time I see a dietitian in the cafeteria, I'm looking at their plate because I'm like, what are you eating? Exactly. You go around here telling everybody what to eat. What are you eating? I mean, look at me. I'm a fat physical therapist. <laughs> I know. I, mean, I was talking to the dietitian that does rounds with us and she was like, everyone is so judgmental of us. That's why I don't eat in the cafeteria. Yep, and I was like, I'm just saying. I tell people all the time. If I know it's your job to tell people to be healthy, I'm looking at what the fuck you're eating. I tell people all the time, get up and exercise. And I'd be like, I ain't going to the gym today. <laughs> we're hypocrites is what we're saying. Anywho, <laughs> neither here nor there. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Face Off of Filming and Fowler. We have enjoyed you guys. We hope you guys have enjoyed us. It was so great talking to you today. Absolutely. Let's do it again sometime. Next Tuesday, Next, maybe? Absolutely. We'll be same there. Same time, same place? Be there or be square, buddy. Uh, y'all remember to spread love. Spread light. And, and don't, don't forget, forget to, to laugh, laugh your face, face off. off. for tuning into another episode of the face off with slimming and fowler don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms including instagram facebook twitter and youtube at the face off pod 
Be sure to tune in to The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler every Tuesday when new episodes are released.